Welcome back, everybody, to episode 32. Beyond the Bleachers is back. I am the one and only Tendo Bossa, and I am here with the man himself, the enigma. This man, actually, at some point, and I mean, this this one is the, the craziest story I'd heard. Uh, he's parted the sea or two before. Uh, he walks around with a staff. Uh, he's been known to... Uh, ascend to a mountaintop or two uh carrying a tablet or so you know he's got he's pretty jacked this uh you know he's a he's a biblical epic of Porsche uh type of guy um and he's the one and only Moses Walden Moses how are you doing pretty good but man that's uh very interesting that uh that staff is a cane uh sorry 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 sorry. yes 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 a cane a cane yeah well you know staff cane whatever it is (laughs) Pimp. <laughs> oh, pimp named Slickback. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that takes me back, man. That takes me back. Uh, that takes me back. But uh, welcome Boondocks, to... Boondocks, man. That was welcome, a great show. Welcome back. And uh, pleasure to be back. So yeah, for episode 32, we get into a lot. Um, what's going on with uh, between Mbappe and Haaland. Um, rivalry where they, you know, we get into the NFL and a bunch of other stuff in the NBA. And um, yeah, we look forward to getting through it. And uh, let's, without further ado, let's uh, do do do. Let's do it. Okay. But yeah, just like saying, like that's exactly it, and we can talk about that. And I thought that was a very interesting, very interesting take. That yeah. You you would want to go that route, and you yeah. run the yeah. risk. I think if if the opportunity presents itself, yeah, I'm gone. If I was Thierry Henry, I would take the job 100%. I had no problem with him doing that because, you know, your home, your roots aren't in North America. Your home, your no. roots aren't in Montreal. Your no. roots are from Europe, right? Yeah. You're, and, you're and you from could, France you could, and you could England. Argue that, you could argue that, like, maybe even the MLS trying to make him feel more home was by saying, you know what, it's a place in Montreal, it's French speaking. You have a little taste of France there. So, you know, maybe you don't feel as homesick as you may have being in New York City, because maybe New York was also supposed to be a uh, pass off of London, you know, so so they feel as though, oh, no, there's, you know, nothing wrong with where you are now. It feels just like home. Maybe like I I think your uh, picture froze there. Yeah, I'm talking. And I keep saying Apple Cam turn iPhone into Mac. There we go. Well, well we lost you. All right. Well, we'll start. Uh, we want to talk. So we want to talk about uh, Erding Holland. Yeah. 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 Well, what's going on? Oh, the camera's dead. Okay. <laughs> I was trying. I was trying an external camera. And I, apparently it saps it saps battery. I've seen like I've seen like the videos of him like doing like these workouts like like it's like these training videos like Holland. Yeah. Some people are interested. <laughs> okay, I don't know if that's uh, if that's a legit thing. We'll have to to wait to to see. But uh, Aaron Holland. Hey. Holland and Mbappe, the new Messi, Ronaldo? Question mark. Ah, uh, no, 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 no. Great no, players no. in their own right. Great players in their own right for sure, but you can't replicate that sort of rivalry between 
uh, Ronaldo and Messi. I think it's you're you're not doing anyone any. Yeah, favors. are Holland and Mbappe better? This is an article from BBC. Yeah, um, are Holland and Mbappe better than Messi and Ronaldo? No. You say at the point at this point, even then, when you start saying, you know what, they're in the twilight of their careers. Oh, they're still better. Okay. Let's, no, yeah. I'm I'm adding that part. I think they're still. Yeah. Better. I don't think they're that like they're they're phenomenal players. Like there's no doubt that yeah. they're the future of the sport when it comes to they those two definitely. Holland and, and the former like yeah. Holland and Mbappe. But yeah. Messi and Ronaldo, I don't think we're going to see the amount of goals, the amount of um influence generation. Absolutely. Influence. Yes. Yeah. And in in the way like you, you knew the Ballon d'Or was going to go to either or. Like there was either a stretch or, for yeah. a little over like yeah. for over a decade where yeah. They went to either one of those one guys. They yeah. were one or two each. And year. before, and it, yeah, and the previous winner before I think it was Luka Modric who broke the, the streak. Before that, yeah. a guy not he named had, Ronaldo or Messi, to the World Cup final to do yeah, that. A guy not named Messi or Ronaldo to win the Ballon d'Or was yeah. Kaká. That you, when you hear that name, you're like, oh wow, like Kaká and AC Milan. That was like 2007. Yeah. That was a while back, right? Yeah, and you're like, wow, you know, it just makes you feel old. Like it's just, you know, 14 <laughs> years ago. Like it's crazy c- yeah. considering that, you know, the last time prior to Luka Modric, you know, winning that wasn't, you know, the Ballon d'Or, not named Messi or Ronaldo, was Kaká. So it's it's crazy to even th- think that like this sort of influence or, or or dominance can even, how do you, how do you get to that point? Like, you know, we watched Ronaldo and Messi grow up essentially because they were both young when they made their debuts for their teams respectively and you got to see their level grow you know as they filled their shoes uh, you know filled their role you know they grew into the most dominant scorers of their generation I know Mbappe has already been endowed with that because of the fact that like he's he does so well for PSG regularly like He's one of the quickest guys on the pitch right now. And I think even to the point that winning a World Cup at such a young age also puts that sort of crown, you know, it, it sort of puts this crown on you now that you are a, a world champion at some point. You've scored in the World Cup final. Um, so you've actually made a big difference. Everyone expects that level. But I mean, these guys, I... I don't know if if the, the the stage is exactly the same. I feel as though Mbappe is said to be the leader already for PSG, and this is his team, and he needs to grow into that role already as a leader, um, as as the as the person to to push through it. When when they need a goal, Mbappe needs to be the guy. Um, and Holland is already also being given that role uh, on his side. Like you know, so he was in. Um, Germany, you know, he was in, what was it, Salzburg? It yeah, Redberg Salzburg. Salzburg. Yeah. So he's playing in Austria. Yeah, for not even that long in his career. Still so, so young as, as a kid. A scoring machine. Dude scored like a hat trick. He scored a hat yeah. trick. His first, <laughs> his debut with Salzburg. Then in yeah. the debut in the Champions League, scored a hat trick. Yeah. He no, got it, people's attention. He, he cannot stop scoring goals. It's incredible. Um, but I mean, at the same time, like I think they've both been thrust too early into the position of being the next, being the next this. And I mean the shoes they're filling are so, so great. Don't get me wrong. Ronaldo walked into a role 
of of having to fill the shoes of David Beckham, Eric Cantona, you know, like some of incredible players in in their time alone. But I don't think those two could have fathomed the level that Ronaldo took it, right? And I think conversely for Messi, I don't even know who what Rivaldo is that who they were looking at. Is oh no, he had Ronaldinho. Ronald, okay, 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 okay. Ronaldinho okay, is there. Like they, they had yeah, a good, they had a good you're okay, team. You're right, you're right. Tenno, what are you? What are you talking about? Ronaldinho being his. Well, man. I was gonna. I don't know if that's just like you trying to block out that era because they ended up beating <laughs> Arsenal the Champions. League. Oh, okay, okay, <laughs> okay. Anyway, <laughs> pain, pain, pain. Uh, <laughs> I'm inflicting anyway. pain. Oh, anyway, but I think Holland's definitely at the point where, like, you, okay, my issue with it is that they're both being put in a position where they're needing to to live up to a hype that even Ronaldinho hasn't been able to reach what Messi's been able to reach. You know what I mean? Like, Ronaldinho is an incredible player and an incredible framework for Messi to work on, but Messi took it to heights I don't think Ronaldinho would have ever fathomed possible. Like I think go yeah. ahead. No, yeah, finish it, finish it up. Yeah, I was just saying in terms of in terms of, you know, a, despite World Cup glory, you know, that's eluded Messi for the longest and, and Ronaldo as well. But like what they've been able to do within their teams and just in terms of like dominance of the game, complete dominance, day in, day out, week in, week, week out. Um yeah, it's I, it'll be hard to knock that down or even come close to it. So I don't think it's fair to um, Bapir Holland. Uh, and I don't think when you look at a generation where they have that player, there's always great players or superstars, and then you have that person who's the superstar of superstars, right? Yeah. I don't think we've ever had a, again, maybe this is just, just me and, you know, I've only been on this earth for, you know, 36 years. But a player, like in any sport for that matter, where you can say simultaneously, where you had a guy you can argue was one and one A. Like they didn't, they, yeah. there wasn't, there was very little to differentiate between the two. Their playing styles obviously are different. Uh, the way they involved their teammates were different. One was more of a pure goal scorer. The other one still got his goals, but involved everybody around. And, and the last person I'm talking about is Lionel Messi. But still, they were phenomenal in terms of their goal scoring uh, prowess that it was astronomical. We were seeing guys like their 50 goal seasons. Remember where they were trying to reach 60? Yeah. Part of La Liga. <laughs> it was, it was, it was, like, yeah. it was like, okay, what did Messi do? Well, Ronaldo did this. And what did Ronaldo do? Okay, well, Messi did this. And I don't it, think we've ever yeah, seen no. people uh, in this go case go, yeah. Yeah, 100%. I don't know if we're going to yeah. see that ever, if not for a very long time. So we should just milk it and enjoy it for what it's worth because it's truly yeah. remarkable from what we're seeing. Much like we're seeing from Tom Brady right now when we talk about the NFL and exactly. the, the fact Incredible that the dude's gone for seven foot. Dude's been to seven. Se- one, one. He's won seven. He's been to 10. He's won oh, seven man. Super Bowls. That's more than any other team. Then have Pittsburgh at six. Uh, who else is at six? I think I'm trying to remember like who else Green is at six. Well, the, well for obviously New England. No, I say New, New England. England. No, I think Green yeah. Bay is at four. <laughs> Sorry. So, yeah, Green uh, so, Bay is at four. Yeah, yeah. So he has more championships on his own than yeah. NFL clubs. That is remarkable. We're gonna see, are Incredible. we gonna see? That? And you know what? He could go for eight next year. That's probably. The thing. He That's looks the healthy. Thing. Yeah, and there's a lot of guys who are like taking pay cuts because they're like. Okay, they're like, yeah. okay, we're going to be with Tom Brady. We have a chance <laughs> to win the Super Bowl. All right, let's see if we can get ourselves under the, the cap. Let's do this. Yeah. 
because everybody's buy-in because they're like, I, I want to run it back. And I was yeah. like, that's crazy. So when you think about it from that standpoint and you look at the, like the NFL and uh, when you look at what, and we'll go back to, go back to Messi's, um, Messi's talk. Yeah. And it's crazy. The fact that you have a guy who's done so much for his club and another guy who's done very, uh, very much the same at the same time. And the arguments are who is better. We are not going to have, and not like a LeBron and, 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 you know, Jordan type of thing, because we're, we're talking about different eras. We have two guys yeah. in the same era. That is going to be something that we're not going to see. Like I said before, in a very long time. Yeah. Not, not for years to come. I, I just think it's, What's even funny is that I I remember as kids like being like a kid and arguing with other dudes in my neighborhood about who was better and using taking reference of the 50 or 56 to 60 goal comparison and normalizing that Moses like feeling as though that's a standard that every other striker should be held to. And then coming to realize that's really difficult to do in, in any league, in any league. You can't find that a top goal scorer to do that in any league. Like, and these two were doing it in some of the most difficult leagues in the world, arguably, right? It, it, it against teams, who had built themselves on being defensive juggernauts were being dismantled. <laughs> I Messi used to make goalkeepers cry. I've seen many a keeper cry after being torched by that man. Well, look what he did in the Champions League. Um, obviously, it was it was uh, a wash for Barcelona, but the lone bright spot was the PK that he had on uh, Navas. And Navas Ooh. had flashbacks to his time when he was Ooh. playing with Real Madrid. And he's like, oh, no, you know, yeah. <laughs> couldn't handle it. Couldn't handle it. It's just yeah, exactly like he's really Messi's on a different level. And Ronaldo as well. You know, they do they they do it with such ease, but like unbridled determination. I don't think it will. I agree. It's going to be incredible to see what Mbappe can do and what Holland can do. Um, but I do not think there's a, well, not even for a moment, <laughs> do they have an opportunity to, to compete? You're going to need to come with a lot more kids, you know, uh, you know, uh, one, one, uh, one world cup is a world cup, but I mean, uh, we need some, we need some Ballon d'Ors here. And I mean, that means dethroning either Ronaldo or Messi. You can't, you're not going to wait till they retire. You have to do it now. Because essentially they could just be getting. I'm I'm sure like maybe they have one or two more nominations to go, and then and then they'll be out of contention. Well, I'll say this: uh, the few things that we learned uh, over the last couple of days with Champions League is one, um, Barcelona is in trouble. Two, Mbappe <laughs> is the future, yeah. and three, Juventus is old. Yeah, <laughs> that's Juventus, how I take it. Juventus is full of old people. Juventus is a pensioners team. My goodness, but it's good. It's wholesome. I love watching it, and then it makes me feel like you know what? If you're in, if you're Italian, age is nothing but a number. They took Alia seriously there in Italy. She must have gone number one several times because they don't care. 
They don't care. They're at Juventus, and I love that. Uh, <laughs> but now I don't have the graphic with me here, but I'll put I'll put the stuff up in post. But I got I got some other stuff to talk about. Moses, I wanted to switch gears and just get back onto uh, some NFL here. So JJ Watt, I'm not too sure if you you heard about it, but JJ Watt uh, has obviously asked for a release. Um, because I mean, if you're if the other superstar in your in your team decides to dip out and Deshaun, uh, you have no reason to be there anymore, right? So, of course, respective respectfully asking for a release. But who seems to be on the front list? And this seems like the people who just had one or two things that they needed to sure up. Your Cleveland Browns, Moses, talk to us about this. Is this is this a good thing? Is this a great thing? Is this a you're heading out for the uh, for the Super Bowl next season? Is that is that what we're saying? Oh my God! You know what? That would be uh, JJ Watt wearing a Browns uniform. I think there's a there's a reference to that in it was it New Girl, <laughs> something like that when he made his cameo out there. Um, I think that that to me would be interesting to see if he does go to Cleveland. There's other teams that are also in the market for him. And for you know sure. what? He's, uh, you know, it is a, uh, in his case, a, a buyer's market. So like he's got, yeah. he'll have 31 teams that are more than happy to shell out the money. Uh, if you can bring in JJ Watt into your camp and those teams, like you talk about, there are quite a few, I think there's teams that you're like, okay, they'll make the playoff. Yeah. Potentially a playoff team, but what can make them a contender? The Browns are in that group where, you know what? Yeah, they can make the playoffs next year, but what makes them special? What can get them over the hump? What can make them go from the divisional, which they lost to the Kansas City Chiefs, yes. to a team that goes to the AFC Championship, a team that can reach the Super Bowl? And sure. a guy like J.J. Watt on defense would. Uh, when you look at Miles Garrett, uh, the team that they have in place, uh, yeah, it'd be super scary to watch. If you are a quarterback, to see those guys uh, come be, barreling down be, at you, just you the front four uh, on yeah. a regular basis. I think that yeah. would. And I think that... Uh, would bode City. well for them yeah exactly i think that bode well mm-hmm. for them um and of course obj wants to stay uh which is exactly. always great so i think exactly. they, they feel like they got something good going on in cleveland that'd be great you have uh the green bay packers who you know uh you know when anytime you have aaron Rodgers on the field you're always going to be a contender but what happens on the other side of the ball yeah and to have a guy like jj watt yeah in there uh he could shore up a few things uh it doesn't necessarily mean he is the um the be all and end all. And that that's how their, their defense is going to um, be great. Um, especially when it comes to, you know, uh, pass rushing, stopping the run. Uh, but I think he, what he does, he, he brings a little extra element there um, on the other side of the ball. He, he would be the Aaron Rodgers of the defense. Mm-hmm. And I think that that would bode well. Um, I'm trying to think where else where he would be going. I think there's a lot of teams that, that are still in the market for him. I know uh, we just saw Carson Wentz uh, to Indy. Um, yeah. Yep. 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 As Indiana. Yeah, yes. So oh, when he goes to the Colts, I think that'll be. Oh well, yeah. Like, could you imagine um, what they can do? Um, Carson Wentz just kind of you know regroups. Uh, yeah. There's I mean, a lot that's, of that's. There's a lot. There's a yeah. There's a lot of uh, I think tests. I hope he does go to Cleveland. Wentz. I really do because he goes to Cleveland. Wouldn't that be something? <laughs> oh my god. I mean, that's that's basically you sounding. Uh, that's that's why I brought it up. Uh, it would it would seem as though the Browns would be signaling clearly that they're coming for the other Super Bowl spot. You know, they said uh, Brady be damned, but we are taking we are taking a spot. You know, one of we are going to get there. If Brady's on the other end, so be it. But we 
are coming for one of those spots. So I, I would love to see you guys go at it again, maybe again, another matchup with the Chiefs. And, you know, let's see how, uh, you know, you fare this time if you do get Watt, because that way you may be able to, uh, you know, short, shorten, shorten um, you know, the, 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 the Paddy Mahone's time under the clock sack him a few times, get him off his balance because we've seen what could happen if you can, if you can just smother him a little bit, give him no options. You know, he's just throw, he's just throwing, he's just throwing a throw. And you know, that's, that's how you beat, that's how you beat him. That's just hope for the best. That's hope for the best. But you well, I know, yeah. I, I think he said, like he said, uh, after his, um, like obviously he was dealing with turf toe and it was, it was pretty bad and he's not going to make excuses, but, I think that kind of hampered the way he did things. Uh, also, he I think what he's learning is you can't always expect the big play to be there and no. should have been yeah. more patient. And yeah. one where he's like, all right, you're going to give me the guy who's going to be, you know, running that curl route or a slant route. Now I'm getting five, six, seven yards on a on a play. Go right ahead. And I yeah. think, you know, it's uh, it's almost like the days with Alex Smith was the quarterback for Kansas City Chiefs. But sometimes you're gonna have to play that 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 dink and dunk type of yeah type just, of football just, just, in just order to play. Yard. Yeah, because yeah, you, know, yeah, you know what? That eats up the yards. Because And then what that does, it keeps the safeties honest. Because we saw this, and we mentioned this before, um, prior to the Super Bowl. One of the things Tampa Bay did that really kind of nullified Kansas City in the second half of the regular season meeting, which carried over into the Super Bowl. And we saw how... Yeah. How much, yeah, and how much that was an effect or had an effect on uh, the offense of the Chiefs mm-hmm. was, you know, having those two safeties back. And, you know, you're like, all right, you're going to try to beat us here. Well, try to beat us in the middle. So sometimes you're going to have to it's take it over with the run game or get yeah. that run game to work with the offensive line there. But of course, they did miss. Uh, I think their starting tackle was gone. Uh, uh, Duvernay Tardif was, um, he, he took a leave of absence uh, mm-hmm. in, well, to, to go help out. Uh, with the uh, nursing homes or the home, yeah, care homes yeah, yeah. out in oh, Quebec. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, you know, the, you, when you lose, a, you know, a, a two big, influential, big. yeah, two yeah. influential uh, influential offensive linemen, I think that does hurt your your team. Uh, but, yeah, I think what Patrick Mahomes is going to do is gonna he's going to learn to kind of just take what the defense gives him, and that's okay too. Yeah. Because, you know, sometimes when you start doing that, it's like death by a thousand paper cuts. Eventually, those big plays, there's going to be mistakes that are going to happen. They'll have to fix the offensive line. I'm sure they'll be fine once they get their two starters back and, uh, you know, maybe, uh, it, you know, bump up that run game. But, hey, uh, by the way, uh, Shady McCoy uh, winning another Super Bowl without taking a snap in the Super Bowl. How about that? <laughs> that's a, Just a listen, little fun fact. Hey, you know what? That's that's the way you got to do it. That's, that's back to back, right? Yep. That's back to back. This guy, this guy is really, this guy's really on it. This is a, this is a. Rag- so whoever, if he story. stays with Tampa, expect them to win. If you go somewhere else, they're going to win the Super Bowl. Yeah. This guy's a lucky charm guys. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta really keep him on your team. Keep him on your team. Um, now to switch gears one more time. Now in the NBA Moses, they've been talking um, a lot about, uh, I guess, respectability here. You know, we had uh, Mr. Pa- I'm going to, I think we need to rename him because I think he's becoming, you know, a deacon, you know, a pastor, Rev- Reverend Draymond Green. Reverend Draymond, oh, oh, he's uh, stepped out with Reverend Draymond Green. Um, has been in the news lately just because he's had a... Uh, 
I guess, uh, take an issue, I guess, with the treatment of athletes within the NBA. And it was um, just due to Andre Drummond being forced to sit out for a game just because his uh, his he his name likeness and his person could be traded that night at that point. And it would have been a risk, I guess, for insurance or safety or whatever for him to actually play or suit up or whatever. So... Draymond Green's taking issue with that because he feels as though, you know, it's not a two-way street on that. The players can't be asked to, you know, you, you, they, they're always put under the fire for requesting trades and whatnot and, and taking preference to where they go um, versus when they are being pushed around and sent around, you know, as if they are possessions or so. I don't know how I feel about this. It's just difficult for me to maybe side with him partially because I don't particularly like Draymond Green. Um, but it could also just be because I think there is a give and take in, and you know, that is one of those uh, things you got to sit with. I think, you know, by signing a contract, it's, you make a lot of money, but there are certain things you, you do give up. But what are your thoughts, Moses? It's a good take. Like, it's an interesting take. Like, you know, you have that, that fine balance where, you know, a player will be villainized for asking a trade, but yet when the team trades him, you know, nothing happens. It's just part of the business. I think there's a, yeah. a give and take. I can understand where Draymond is coming from. Uh, in the case of Andre Drummond, you know, I think Toronto would love him, uh, to have a big like that. Yes. Uh, yeah. 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 We are. We are courting him, though. Do not. Yeah. Get me wrong. We are courting one Andre Drummond. We need dude can give you a double. Yeah, he's a walking double double, right? Come on, come on, man. Give us contention. Give give you some inside presence. Uh, you know, uh, he won't be necessarily. I I have to check. I haven't really really watched. Aaron Aaron Baines is not helping us at all. We are not. (laughs) We are losing in the paint. Losing this kid. This guy. I don't know what he was doing in. The Phoenix. We should have known something was wrong that Phoenix weren't even pressed when they we let him look. We were thinking Boston let him go. Yeah, Boston let him go, but then he went to Phoenix, wasn't he? At Phoenix, he went to Phoenix last. Yep. No, no. Yeah, and then Uh, other way around. Oh, he he was with Boston, and then yeah, they he ended up going. He ended up leaving the same time. uh, uh, Not not Hayward. Who am I thinking of? Oh my God. Well, yeah, Gordon, Gordon uh, left as well. Well, yeah, he left last season, but Baines left two seasons ago. And I'm trying to remember, he was part of the exodus with, uh, what's his face, who signed with Philly? And I can't think of his name right now. Uh, I want to say it's uh, <clears throat> not Howard. Oh, um, what's his know, face? It's escaping me right now. Al Horford? Thank you, Al Horford. Yeah. yeah. He, he went to Al the Sixers. Yeah. yeah, so he around that time, he he was part of that group that just yeah, you know, found a new course. home. Yeah, but a horrible center. I don't know what the hell he's doing. The guy's weak sauce. Um, people are just scoring buckets. Like I, I, the fact that Brooklyn can be competitive in the paint with us, Brooklyn, who like anyone should be able to walk in. Every, you know, there's nothing. These guys are playing practically hampered with one center and Jeff Green. That's it. That's that's what they got for the the middle. Bruh, if you are seven feet tall, you can crush these guys. Okay, but that's neither here nor there. 
Um, yeah, but of course, you know, this Draymond thing and Andre Drummond, I think it does spark a lot to to the idea of what these players are to the organizations. Um, I don't know. Is, like, it, no, I say he's not wrong. Like, yeah. He's not wrong. I think there's a debate to be had. I, I don't mm-hmm. think he's uh, – I think it's just in general. Um, I, I get the fact that players shouldn't necessarily be given the bad rap, but, you know, I think there there are some certain checks and balances. I think they should be put on both sides. And the argument is, like, if you have a player who doesn't want to play in a small market town because it's like, oh, it's too small market, I want to go to the big city, well, you yes. run the ri- you'd run the risk, right? Because then all of a sudden you'd have these super teams because – Honestly, and and being fair, and I'm sure that people were listening. Maybe they're listening out there in Indianapolis as an example. But would you want to play for if you're a basketball player? You know, you have no affiliation. You're not like a Pacers fan. You know, no affiliation to the Lakers or anybody or the Clippers, like say. And I'm just using these two as an example. Yeah. Would you, as a young player, no affiliation, no tie, no you didn't cheer for them back in the day, all that stuff, had no. the option to play in Indianapolis? Or Los Angeles, like really, it's not apples and oranges here, right? Uh, or actually, you know what? No, it is, no, no, one hundred percent. It is. It, it is, is it apples is and apples oranges. And oranges. I, I, that's what I yeah. meant to say. I stand yeah. correct. It is apples and oranges because you're like, yeah. I'm going to LA. I don't care who you are. You're going to choose you're LA right. over Indianapolis. It's Let's sunny be honest. all year round. OKC, beautiful people. Miami. I'm going to South Beach. Miami. Like, it's South just Beach. yeah. Like it's. It's a no-brainer. I, I, I'm, Tyler I'm good. Hero, uh, yeah. Taking on South Beach, you know, me, There's... me, Tyler Hero, you know, Bam Adebayo, like we out here. Come on. <laughs> See, there's no question about it. Like for me, like there's certain places. I think teams or if, if players, if you go one way, um, you know, players having the the strength. Well, I, I think it ruins the league because you want some type of parity because those teams like the OKCs would not exist if there wasn't some type of parody to help uh, with that said, yeah, I do feel that sometimes players do get a bad rap when they want to leave, when there is a option, not saying that it is in uh, Andre Drummond's case, for example, um, that, you know, yeah. he's like, I just want to leave. I, I hate this place, blah, blah, blah. I'm just yeah. saying that, you know, if there are players and we saw this with the national hockey league uh, with Columbus and Winnipeg with Patrick Laine, who was with the jets. Yes. Really? You know, didn't want, it wasn't like he wasn't getting paid, just didn't want to be there. Yeah. And then you had another guy in Pierre-Luc Dubois, not a big fan of his coach. He was still getting paid. He was making $5 million. Uh, just signed a new contract uh, two years. No issues, uh, yeah. For $5 million per. And, you know, both of them just wanted out. And uh, the idea and the attractiveness of going to a big market, playing for the New York Rangers, you know, playing for the LA Kings, you know, there's there's some things out there. A lot uh, more where you, yeah, for them. Oh, yeah, that uh, you can, where you still earn that big money without sure. um, any of the craziness. But they ended up going to uh, American, or the Canadian, Ohio, and American Manitoba. They ended up getting traded that way. So <laughs> one going to Columbus, one going to Winnipeg. Uh, take your pick. <laughs> so... To, to me, uh, I'm like, okay, well, I understand that, but you can all, there's a, there should be a, a fine line. I don't think players should be villainized if they won't request a trade. You know, uh, I think it just goes down to the merits, or we should just gloss over the fact that you know the, the 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 team does it. It's just business. It's okay. Sometimes there are moves that you're like, that was stupid, and I think um, unfair uh, to a certain player mm-hmm. um, that should be argued. I don't know. It's a debate to be had. Uh, I personally, I, I get where Draymond's going Coming i don't from, think yeah yeah i i, I don't think he's wrong mm-hmm. uh but you know i think there's a a fine line there's there, there's there's 
basically there's an argument to be had on both sides that makes sense. No, as so diplomatic true. as that answer is, for it. <laughs> so, true. so not trying to take Mo- one side or the other. I'm just like <laughs> I'm sitting on the fence. So Moses, and uh, just as a uh, chicken, just because we uh, it hasn't been discussed in a little bit here, and it's just the last half here of the NBA to get into. Um, so you know we're about a third of the way in Moses of the league. Um, it's uh, it's been quite an interesting to say the least. Um, but as it stands within the conferences, the New York Knicks are just below 500. They are at 467. Um, that puts them sixth seed in the East right now. Moses Waldo, this is just a uh, light weekly or or, or um, recap here. Are the New York Knicks making the playoffs this season? Yeah, because the East is not as good as the West. So yeah. Okay. Okay. So well, it's, adding, it's simple as adding that. a caveat. Adding a caveat. One hundred percent. The East is not as good. It's like, well, look, for example, if you look out there, yes, it's twenty-four games, mm-hmm. but you know, twenty-five, you know, somewhere in that range is like in the in the twenties. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Twenty, like mid twenties. Yes. You have like you think about it. You have a team at five hundred in the Grizzlies. They're at twelve and yes. twelve. They're they're sitting out outside of the playoffs. Yeah. That, yeah, but, yeah. With their record, with their record, they'd be sitting at fifth with the at Boston fifth. Celtics. Yeah, that's yeah. so true. That is very true. Right? Uh, so <laughs> when you look at from winning percentage wise, they they would be up there. I'm just saying. <laughs> so yeah, they're gonna make the playoffs because the East is not as good. Like there's only like two or three teams. I'm being fair. Two or three teams, and right now I don't. I'm not counting the Celtics. You never know what happens if they can improve things. But right now, the way they look. They're Club a 500 right. club. Yeah. They're, just, they're 500, you know? Yeah. I, are the Pacers going to put any fear in, in the hearts of uh, teams? No. No. I don't have in the playoffs. The Bucks right now have lost four straight. Yeah. Uh, the, and they are the, third. The, the Sixers, I still do not believe. I don't care what people say. Right now, they're the best team in the division or best yeah, team in the no, conference. They, it's, and it's, yeah, I, that's, that's I, no, I, I'm just waiting for the other shoe to drop. Like, yeah. yes, you might play great, great in the regular season, but let's be real. You, yeah, exactly. you you capitulate in the and especially with Joel Embiid, you have to give Ben Simmons some credit for playing. But it's funny because I remember I think it was the other game, another game or two ago. Uh, the guy went like for seven for seven, uh, and I'm like, of course, because all of it was layups and, and dunks. So <laughs> yeah, you know, I was like, I was like, you know, it impressed me when you start you know knocking down threes on a regular you know, uh, or you know on a pseudo regular basis. You know, then I'll be like, okay, he's he's broadening his game. But for him to 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 facilitate for sure. Uh, to him to go hard to the cup, yeah. Uh, to him Jeez. to get those points inside for sure in that little min rage, yeah. But honestly, yeah. like until that's, like that's for me, I'm limited. like, yeah, I'm like Ben Simmons is not going to be a LeBron James because at least LeBron no. James worked on his outside yeah. game, and yeah. I don't know, I haven't he, seen much he, from Ben Simmons. Ben Ben decided it's that is not for him to do, but they all you know also in having a different coach. Um, it's it's helped it's helped a lot because I think um what's his face? Uh his name escapes me now. Was it Thibodeau? Is it Thibodeau? Yeah. Coach yeah. for the Knicks. Uh no no or was. the Knicks. Um who's coaching, coaching the, the Celtics? The the, the seven sixers right now. Sixers? Oh Doc Rivers. Yeah. Doc Rivers. Uh, sorry, Doc Rivers, yeah. Is understanding the 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 that Joel Embiid is very good from the outside. So Having him play an alternative, alternate inside outside, and then Ben Simmons playing a 
um, I guess a, uh, I guess a false point guard position, you know, uh, I, I, I think it's kind of working and I agree with you. It is working regular season wise, but I don't feel confident at all because Ben Simmons will need to shoot in the, uh, in the playoffs. Like, it's not a matter of, can you make it through without like the days of being like, and I mean, the only person to make big numbers on a weekly basis without shooting. The last time I saw that was like Shaquille O'Neal, you know, or maybe big Ben Wallace or something like that. Like you have to be extremely ruthless going on the inside for the playoffs, you know, for you to be making double doubles. And I don't think Ben Simmons has the size to be doing that. So of course his numbers go down the moment, the moment it's playoffs, because for sure they're putting up the big walls. They don't want you to just walk in, and 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 uh, and drop two on them because the two that you shoot that you score within the first quarter is going to be the two that buries them at uh, in the final minute. So it's not going to be easy pickings playoff time. And I agree with you on that. Like I don't see Philadelphia doing well at all. Like giving any contention. I mean, it's just literally going to be watching the Western Conference playoffs being the actual finals i would like to see what utah does uh they are becoming you know juggernaut the only team right now that like honestly it's the it's the brooklyn nets conference to lose like the brooklyn nets will uh outside of some kind of um you know moses type miracle um, <laughs> you know let my Yourself, people go yeah, crossing the red sea go. type of moment it's exactly. it's the nets that are going to take the east like yeah, I, and that's just how I see it. I, I think once they got James Harden, that kind of solidified it. They'll eventually kind of work things out. Right now, they're a game and a half back of Philly. Yeah, and yeah, I don't, I don't see them being a team that's going to. It's going to be crazy scoring. Once, once, yeah, once once you start getting that consistency of every person healthy, uh, they're going to be very, very dangerous. That's what. Listen, Moses. If they Moses, listen to me, man. Moses, are you listening? Ladies and gentlemen, you're all listening. If these guys make it to the NBA Finals and it's the Lakers against the Brooklyn Nets, I hope you guys are ready for some scores you've never seen before in an NBA like final. I'm waiting for 200 points. <laughs> really? This is going to be an all-star yeah. game. This is going to be a shoot-off that you have never borne witness to. Because every time KD is going to step on the floor, he's going to look LeBron in his eyes, in his eyes, wet, wet. Because for sure, those two thrive whenever they've played against each other in the playoffs of the finals. I've seen it. They they live off of that competition. And that's going to push LeBron to get even more, you know, in their face. All, I'm also going to step up and take a three. Logo, I, I can also pull up. You know what I mean? Anthony Davis is going to be asked to step up. My goodness. Ooh, what a treat. I, I am half hoping that it happens. It's going to be ridiculous. We're looking at like Will Chamberlain numbers, but you know, <laughs> if, you know, if it needs to be willed, we'll, we'll so see scores. In the, yeah. We'll see a, a team reach a hundred by halftime. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, guys, this is, this is the type of basketball I've been waiting for. I was going to say, if, you're, if your team names the Clippers, you probably would concede as much. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. 
I still remember the oh, draft. Was boy. it 73 the Dallas Mavericks did? That was I and actually thought I actually was watching that game. It was it was it was a It wasn't a game, it was a beating. Yeah, it was a, a <laughs> beatdown. My yeah. goodness, man. It's a train wreck. You You're just watching happen? it. Oh man. I was just like I, half the time I was thinking, I was like, yep, there goes Ty Lu. There goes Ty Lu. <laughs> They've turned things around. I know. I know. He's not bad. He's not a bad coach. I just feel like sometimes he's, you know, a little questionable. Let's say that. Let's say sometimes his decisions don't help, you know, things along, you know, albeit a, you know, one finals. I know we're also saying it's J.R. Smith's fault, but I'm, uh, I don't know. I think uh, a few other guys had uh, some issues there. But anyway. That's neither here nor there, Moses. Um, but that uh, that pretty much wraps it up. Unless you want to talk about Dortmund making it through, you know, their first leg against Sevilla here. Um, it's the only course. thing we can hope for. We're trash in the league. Let's be real. <laughs> I no, I, I actually I stopped watching because the games were just so I, I just knew what was gonna happen. Oh, we lost four two to Munch and Of course we did. Yeah, of course, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like and it's unexplainable, really. I have yeah, I have mean... given up hope. Okay. And like I really uh, like for this season, I'm just like, you know what? When are we gonna have that fire sale? Like, <laughs> like <laughs> I'm just I'm just waiting for the other shoe to drop at this point. I was I'm not been pleased Every, in 2021 when it comes to Dortmund. Must go. We started so, seeing, yeah, we started seeing things, you know, on the tail end of December, mm-hmm. tail end of 2020. And then uh, to see, you know, the team like right now, like I've, I've tuned them out to a degree because it's just so, so tough to watch. Oh, man. You, you feel, you really feel like there's nothing left for them? Domestically or from a Champions League standpoint? I mean, yeah, for sure. Champions League because domestically, you know, they're not going to be, it's too late now, you know. They're, well, they're, we're six points, I mean, we're six going, points back of Wolfsburg for the, the Champions League spot domestically yeah, of course. Like for, okay. for next, going into next year, right? Yeah. Oh, and you don't we're, feel like, we're, we're I mean, 16, we're 16 back of Bayern. So we're not catching up. RB Leipzig is the no. best team to have the opportunity to dethrone uh, the, uh, the future champions, uh, the current champions. Uh, but when you look at like our matches, like we're, we're kind of hoping for the best at this point. Let's see what happens. Uh, we're in the quarterfinals of the Poco. So maybe there's a, a chance that we can go for another award there. Uh, and yeah. you did mention it was a big, you know, three, two victory. We got three away goals. So, you yeah. know, that might come into something when we go home uh, in March. Uh, for yeah, the, no, the second it'll be, light. It'll be very big. It'll be but, big. I, that's yeah. why I, I asked. But what's you crazy. Yeah. Make the final. But the thing is, like the 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 game, the match before is going to be against Bayern. The Classicer is not going to be as exciting anymore. Like I, I watch that, I'll, I'll tune in, I'll be like, oh, that's cute, and then I'll just probably go do what I'm doing. <laughs> no, because it doesn't have, it doesn't carry the same weight. It's almost like when you look at like Man City Arsenal, you think that would be a game of the week type of thing, right? Yeah, like, that would be a no match going the weekend. But then you're looking yeah. at it, you're like, well, we're we're seeing Man City and the way they're playing and the way Arsenal's playing right now. Sorry about that, buddy. But you know, it's just like. <sighs> Yeah. Hey, uh, I'm sure there's probably other matches that I want to watch. The Milan derby will be fun to watch this weekend. Uh, that's something I'm that sure will be interesting. For. Yeah. It'll, uh, it'll but yes, be you said in, a lot uh, yeah, of in, mouth breathing in people's faces again. You oh, know, I'm we're gonna, You know, who's gonna kiss who first this time? 
Oh yeah. Well, I, and I know like there's the, the big match when you're talking about Dortmund, they're taking on Schalke this weekend too. So, you know, when you talk about rivalry weekends, that sort of thing, or derbies, yeah, no. um, yeah. you know, there'll be, there'll, look forward there'll to. be some, yeah. But right now I'm just more so disappointed in the way Dortmund's played, uh, you know, of, uh, of late, um, of late of the last like two months, like really, <laughs> You know, on it, like it, it has been. They've they've had moments where I, th- I think they've just been up and down. Where they show certain yeah. promise, where you're like, okay, you you know, you beat Paderborn, you beat, I think it was Osberg, and then you you go out and lose two one to Freiburg, and you and you're like, okay, well, thanks for coming, and <laughs> you just move on. Yeah, it is like you you move on. Like yeah. At this point, like Schalke is so bad, we should beat them, but I wouldn't yeah. be surprised if we didn't. Like Schalke is they could they could pull one out, yeah. Yeah, but just knowing that, I'm like, oh, of course we lost. Schalke is going to yeah be sent down. I will miss them though because I love crapping on them so much, <laughs> just because of the rivalry aspect. It's true. I'm sure like Schalke fans would be saying the same thing about Dortmund fans. The only difference of is course. you're at the bottom of the table, and oh, yeah. we are uh, relative obs- not obscurity, but we are <laughs> fighting to uh, to kind of get into a Champions League spot. And and the, in the Champions yeah. League, and you know, in a good, in good, pole, uh, I'd say pole position going into uh, the seg, potentially the quarterfinals. Yeah. So, and I think that's what you would have to look forward to, and uh, that was something that was that was, dis, uh, I guess, a, a talking point just about mid-table teams. You know, uh, now that Arsenal is has had to accept its place now as a mid-table team. Uh, you know, we if if there is a top six, we are on the outside of the top six. Uh, You've become Everton. We become Everton. We've legitimately become Everton, and um, it's taken a few seasons for us to maybe come to terms with it. You know, very hard fought seasons. Um, but I I definitely think after the Europa League final loss to Chelsea, I th- I think the reality really set in for us at that point. Well, who knows you might uh, you might make a run you might go through the no champions uh, league through the back door moses um we like so that's to this point so you know the discussion is being a mid-table team what is what are you best where are you best served um oh, is we've it seen, to try we've and seen... balance the oh, two yeah. cups maybe champions your europa league as well as the league, and uh, uh, and try and maintain a certain level, move up the, the table, as well as try and progress as far as you can, or just put all your eggs in one basket. So concentrate on your winning Europa League. Um, oh, yeah. Like, at the end of the day, you're not going to be any other competition. Like, because you're no. right now, you're 10 points. In a, uh, is it 10? Eight. I'm just going to look this up. Okay. Yeah, we're eight points. Yeah, eight points back of um, the yeah. Europa League spot the fifth, in fifth place, right? That currently yeah. is held by West Ham. And a Champions League yeah. spot because they're in a tie with Chelsea as well. Yeah. Uh, so you look at that. That's that's a lot of ground to make up in a short amount of time because you, you only have uh, 15 more matches. No, um, 14 more matches. I think, yeah. Just a, the thinking, I think 13... 12, 14 or 14, 13 matches left. Okay, yeah. So yeah. that's a lot of ground to make up considering that you're you're expecting those teams to kind of drop. And I'm not too sure what their schedule looks like for Arsenal no, the, when I it mean, comes to head-to-heads. Know, head technically, so, you know, there's all not got tough games, but I know they're mm-hmm. going to have, I think, a bit easier of a run. Okay. So right now you are 
15 points clear of relegation. Um, you're not going to, you're kind of going to be stuck at that mid table point, maybe have some salvage, some pride. If you can leapfrog Tottenham um, in the standings, but that's pretty much it in the yeah. league table. But when you look at it, yeah, you put all your eggs in Europa because that's your your secret. That's your secret to get into the Champions League. You know, right now Arsenal's missed it, and there's an opportunity here where you can, you know, go there. So I would I would definitely um, put the league as a you know as a you know as what they used to how they treated cups. You know, just kind of get some people some playing time. Yeah, exactly. You know? And put and, and really, them. yeah, and really, really concentrate on those matches on Thursday nights because I think that's where you're gonna you're going to uh, get a European spot, and I think that's all you can ask for. Uh, unless uh, domestically, I'm trying to think of what, are they any other, the other cups? I'm really no. We are out of the FA Cup and the League Cup, so that is technically where we are. You know, that are our only two options now. But I, I say that to say this, Moses. Tottenham are also in Europa League right now, um, and um, Tottenham happen to have a coach who knows how to win a Europa League. So that's my concern. Um, I don't know if we can actually do it convincingly because I don't even think Arteta knows what it's like to win uh, or what it takes to win at that level, right? Uh, I th- I strongly and firmly, firmly believe he knows how to win an FA Cup because he's won an FA Cup before as a player. And he, he's, got, he's gone through the whole progression when we had Alexis Sanchez and, and, and um Mizid Uzo, he was captain and he went through the whole campaign. So he knows um, blood in, blood out. And and he's been able to deliver that. Great. But Champions League or Europa League, I, I just feel as though it also takes a different level um, or, or, or just a few more licks for a coach to really understand, you know, how to get through to a player and when it is vital to get the points and when it is not you know, and how to treat the games and prepare for the games um, just so they can win. And I don't know if he's at that level yet because this is a different beast, you know. Upcoming Uh, games, you're obviously uh, taking on Benfica in the Europa League, uh, but they have Man City on the weekend, uh, Leicester. Yeah. uh, Still there, still a match against Tottenham. They still have Liverpool in that mix, West Ham, (laughs) who they're chasing. Uh, they will play Chelsea once again um, at the latter stages of the season, and then they and finish off with Crystal them. Palace and Brighton. So, and I want I want everyone to know Chelsea. I'm putting you on notice right now. Even if we end up with a poor record after all those games that Moses just mentioned, we're still gonna duff you. Okay, Chelsea, we're gonna duff you. Duff you. North London is red. Okay. Don't know. <laughs> You're gonna end it on that. <laughs> I'm gonna end it on that. <laughs> I'm sorry. Sorry, I was just getting in my feelings. But yeah, no, there's definitely um uh, a lot to be done. I don't know, Moses. It's just it's bleak. I understand I'm in the same boat with you. Maybe not as uh, maybe yours isn't as bad as mine. You know, I think you have a little bit of a silver lining there. There's still, there's still You're hope. Still in content. Not just in, not just Champions League, but there's still hope to maybe climb up the table and, and grab. Exactly, exactly. Grab for me, six points me, out is 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 obviously significantly. That's better three. Than that's the, yeah. That's three three games you can you can you can jump jump over, in three games. But um, yeah, no, I know Arsenal are done. You know, uh, 
we didn't pick up the the, the points when we should have. Um, we thought it was a good idea to give David Luiz that much playing time. Um, I don't know why William is there. Uh, we employed an imposter. The guy's a, he's actually, he's legitimately an, uh, like, you ever watch Catch Me If You Can, Moses? You ever watch that that feature film? <laughs> the Tom with, Hanks film, yeah. No, Tom, yeah, Tom Hanks and, and, uh, and you know. Leonardo and, DiCaprio. Yeah, the, the lovely Leonardo DiCaprio, Academy Award winning, both of them, actually. Um, and in there, he performs as a con man. So he's a con man, Moses. Do you know who else is a con man? William. I'm guessing William. Yeah, because he's conned all of us into thinking he's a winger. I don't know what the hell that guy is doing. I don't know who these backdoor dealings need to end because they are they're costing the team. <laughs> they're costing the team. I don't know who got paid off, but this is not this cannot run. You know, I don't care that he's from Chelsea. Chelsea did a good job of getting rid of him for good reason. So, and that's me. That's the end of it. I'm sorry. Before I go spiraling, like I usually do when I talk about Arsenal. Um, but I mean, we I didn't even give it like a hardcore intro this time, and that's I'm kind of disappointed. I we can just do that in post. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, but Moses, if that's uh, that's all you had to talk about, yeah. Is there anything else you want to add? No, I'm good. Good for the week. We'll see how uh, the rest of the sports week pans out. Yes, sir. You will see the rest of those, how how this all comes together. Um, you know, the the earlier days, uh, I think two, three days ago this week, you know, there was a uh, fun run down by the beach here, English Bay, Vancouver, where I live here. And uh, I just went down there to see what was going on. And uh, as I was walking through the beach, there was a, uh, a bottle, you know, a bottle washed into shore crazy crazy um so i I found the bottle and i was like oh man it's a message in a bottle i corked it you know mind you this bottle was old disheveled it looked like it was from years gone by like a time gone by right uh opened it up unfurled the little parchment paper it was barely visible like legible sorry you know, and it and it's soft to touch, right? Like you could tell that this had been weathered by by time, oxidized, right? And it said, just simply read in one form, Moses, crazy. Paul Pierce ain't shit. What? What? Did I just read that on a? Wow. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. Um, but other than that, you know, I hope everyone else has a great week. Uh, fun time of sports you know there's a lot of messages and bottles so definitely give it a try give it a try go to your local beach pick up some pick up some seashells you might find you know some cool gems people leaving messages dropping hints letting people know Moses I will see you next week what's wrong 